everybody. Welcome to Kame House Party. I'm Vince. I'm Aaron. And this is the podcast where Aaron and I discuss all things Dragon Ball. We watch, we're, we're watching every episode and iteration of Dragon Ball and then bringing it back onto the pod to do a fun time discussion with improv, with bits. There are fun commercials in between all the Dragon Ball talk. And, and you know, we sprinkle a little bit of love in there because we love you. And uh, like any good party, we got to do some housekeeping before we get started. We don't want to bring you guys into a dirty home. What kind of house party? How, what kind of house party host would we be if we didn't do a little Kame housekeeping, which is a segment that we like to do to get ready for the for the pod itself? And that always starts with the uh, world famous one minute roundup. I swallowed my spur. Oh, oh, Jester, Jester, did you you swallowed your spur? I accidentally stepped in honey, and boy, oh boy, I couldn't resist it, Tom. Oh, well, as the barber, surgeon, and town doctor, I can help you with this, okay? Yeah. You gotta get it out of me. It's jingling, jangling my insides. Jingling, jangling in your insides. Yep. And you just Jing- decided, it, since it looked sweet, covered in honey, you were gonna eat it? Uh, yeah. You don't gotta berate me. Wow, these modern doctors, they really shame you. Hold on, hold on. I did not intend to shame you. You over here berate me for a a clear accident that anyone could have made. I think you have a misunderstanding of what the concept of an accident is. The spur covered in honey did not coincidentally fall into your mouth, did it? Or did it not? But it did accidentally get covered in honey, and me being a human man of the West, how could I resist a treat such as that? That's Shiny, right. glistening, sweet. It's just... <laughs> <laughs> oh, and see. I was trying to hold that giggle in, but there's something about <laughs> the way you're describing honey as being glistening and shiny. <laughs> As a man of the West, you needed it, and I love yeah. it. Um, so that's a little Western scene we do at the top of the show to get our improv muscles all loosened up so we can give you the best improv during the show. And also, I have to tell you that that's not really the one-minute roundup. The one-minute roundup what? proper. <laughs> yes, Aaron. <laughs> I've been living a lie this whole time. I'm a liar and a thief. <laughs> and a fiend. I am all those things. And now I'm twirling my mustache as I tell uh, you. This reveal is, your evil plan. My Vince. evil plan is to have Aaron summarize everything that has happened in Dragon Ball in only 60 seconds. You can. <laughs> and if Aaron doesn't do it in that time, the, the young lady tied up on the train tracks will surely fall to her doom. Yes, you hear her now, and you will summarize. I mean, it's kind of nice you didn't gag her. That's no, no that's, that's a little courtesy. It's barbaric. <laughs> how could I? As I pose the question to you, Aaron, how can you summarize 136 episodes of Dragon Ball in under a minute? You'll just have to show us, I guess. I will do my best for the young lady, who I have no relation to. You- Hello, ma'am. Hello. Miss. Thank you for attempting to save me. I hope it all goes well. Me, we, me too. I, I think it would be bad for just everyone around if I don't do this. Yeah, 
I mean, I, I don't want to presume that I'm the most important person here, but, you know, it's great that you're sticking your neck out for me in a literal way by speaking. Okay, I, I'll, I'll stop. All right. I mean, these are abandoned tracks. No one's really in danger, but I'm sure it's not comfortable. No, it's itchy. And you know the the tracks they get that like weird sticky grease. Now it's on yeah, my hands. Yeah, honey like. Yeah, some might say it's a lot like honey. Oh, I gotta. I have, not only is the pressure on, I have to temper my appetite because here goes the one minute roundup. <laughs> as soon as I get my phone out, sorry, Miss, I got distracted. Oh, well, you seem very nice. It was nice talking to you, actually. It's been great talking to you. All right. Well, maybe you know. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not gonna do, I don't get to be that guy. Anyway, <laughs> here we go. In one minute, the roundup. In three, two, one. Dragon Ball is about seven magic crystal balls. If you collect them all, you get any wish you want, and everybody wants them, including Bulma, a blonde-haired girl, and her friend Goku, who the story mainly centers around. Goku fights off an evil goblin king to keep him from taking over the world. Then, he trains with Krillin and Roshi, his friend and master, respectively, for the Tengaichi tournament, which he gets second place in because his master beats him. Then he beats up an entire militia, the Red Ribbon Army, to get one of the Dragon Balls. Then he beats up five different monsters, one of them being a ghost of his grandpa, but that was sweet. It was a reunion. Then he trains for three years by himself. Then he enters the Tengaichi tournament again and gets second place again, but this time he loses to a Triclops. Then after his friend Krillin dies, he goes to beat up King Piccolo, but he almost dies from it. A couple times uh, but he he's successful then he trains with god because he's got to take down king piccolo's son in the third tenkaichi tournament which they are entering and boy oh boy if the things happen at the tournament man <laughs> <laughs> uh, yay woo. i'm free curses aaron you've foiled me again wait ah. a minute huh? the real vince wouldn't do this let me take off this mustache huh <laughs> Take off that, I mean, baller hat, but here it goes off. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, that's, Who is? Who that, this? That, that's right, Aaron. It, it's not Vince. Uh, oh, gosh, this is kind of weird. I, oh, it's funny when you say, uh, it's, it's me, Hero. What? That weird guy? Yeah, yeah. You, this seems... Don't tell me this was all some sort of elaborate accident where you just happen to type a girl and you happen to get dressed like Snidely Whiplash. Uh-huh. Dressed as Vince. Uh-huh. <laughs> How did you guess? Of course that's what happened. Where, uh, where's real Vince at? He's just right behind me. <laughs> you get, wait, you gagged Vince <laughs> by accident. So I was taking off my sock and it flew mm. to his mouth. <laughs> Aaron, it's he's gross. Not, he, it's he's, gross in here. He's not Vince. You're nodding, agreeing with the story mm-hmm. that it was at all a, a misunderstanding. It was all a misunderstanding, Aaron. So that being said, I'm just going to take my leave. Yeah, Aaron, I, I'm cool, and I'm just you know I'm actually standing up and I'm walking away from this, having a renewed sense of you know I'm gonna be okay. Oh, like he pulled a jigsaw. He pulled a saw one, two, three, four, five, six, or seven. Yeah, Aaron, it seems like through this ordeal, everybody involved has found a greater purpose for being and a, you know, a renewed sense of life. I mean, I feel like I'm a more capable human being because of that roundup. Oh, my God. 
like we've all changed so significantly that I can now move on to the next segment of the show. (laughs) (laughs) The final piece of comedy housekeeping, which is where I tell you that Aaron and I, we watch two different versions of the show. I watch the English dubbed version while Aaron watches the Japanese English subtitled version. And why we do that? Like most of history, it was a mistake. (laughs) But we decided to stick with it for not only our enjoyment, but for yours, because there are things that are lost in translation. There are some context changes, musical cues that aren't or are there based on uh, the region or the the version. So uh, we start, usually the most different thing is the title to begin with. So I will start this time by giving you the English title for episode 137 of Dragon Ball. Anonymous proposal. Mm, cheeky. Cheeky, right? Yeah, cheeky, all right. right. And based on our brief discussion before this episode, uh, before we started recording, I think you've probably got a heck of a winner. It's not going to be a Yahtzee, but it's going to be a heck of a, a heck of a title. Oh, it's... I'm just... Su- I was just surprised. I'll say it. And then when when we can discuss <laughs> Dragon Ball episode 137, the English subtitled version, title is Son Goku's Wedding. Why? <laughs> mine is mine is in fact cheeky and fun. Yeah, it's it alludes to things. It, it alludes it, to a it's thing. It's a double entendre. But like. We've seen in fights and in this tournament, proposals are made, you know, for fighting conceits. So, you know, it could have been that. It could be another kind of proposal. But yours is just, like, factually incorrect? It's not only is it incorrect because it don't happen. Yeah. But it's also extremely spoilery. Yeah, it's hella spoilery. Uh, what? <laughs> I know. There's a... There's, I I don't even want to go into the writers' room to see what happened there. I'm sure it was really boring. Yeah, you know? we won't. Yeah, we won't I'm just go there. Walk by it. Yeah, just gonna gonna walk gonna... By. they leave the door open all the time, but I'm gonna close it today. Mm. I'm gonna shut my ears open. Mm-hmm. Yep, <laughs> shut them <laughs> that open. Cla- that classic saying. <laughs> don't sh- talk to me. I'm shutting my ears open. <laughs> you can't talk to me right now because I'm shutting my ears open. My ears are head- wide open shut. <laughs> Yeah, directed by Stanley Kubrick, and I'm <laughs> headed to the commissary. Hey, oh, um, some, some honey dip, <laughs> some honey dip spurs. Ooh, mm-hmm. Sell that at a basketball game. I I think they probably do. I would love to go to a San Antonio Spurs game. If you live in San Antonio and you listen to this podcast and you've been to a Spurs game, I'm really narrowing focus. Mm-hmm. Then you better email us at Comedy House Party Pod and tell us if they have a snack called Honey Dip Spurs in that arena. Here's what here's what mine would be. Mine would be yes, fried pickles, fried pickle chips mm-hmm. with a honey mustard dipping sauce. Okay, Honey Dip Spurs. I, I, I think that's. I mean, I like, you know, I know a lot. Not a lot of people like that, that savor and sweet. But that's my, that's my bag. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's sour and sweet. Ooh. Okay. Okay. Uh, let's see. My no. my honey dip spurs 
would be like a uh, a classically fried chicken finger platter. Okay. On like a small wheel, and the wheel turns, and it automatically dips the the tender into a honey chipotle barbecue sauce. Ooh. And that's that's my version of the honey dip spurs. That also sounds... It's like one of those novelty cups where the snacks are on top. Exactly. And what then people can take them is. home. You can take home the wheel and put chicken fingers on there whenever you want. You know that thing's just getting chucked in the kid's toy chest. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. And it'll always smell like... Like the yeah, stadium. It never, no one washed it properly. No one can. Well, you can't. It's all that heavy, heavy plastic. You can't. It's not microwave safe. No, God, it'll melt on a dime. <laughs> Instantly. <laughs> Instantly. The, th- the thermostat looks at it funny and it is gone. Gone. Look, so let's. We. <laughs> I don't know why we're stalling so much. There is a lot, a lot to unpack. A lot in happens episode. in this episode. A lot happens. Ooh. Some of it. As is uh, sometimes occurs in these episodes, it's not, you know, it doesn't age well. Mm, <laughs> I don't think anything is necessarily, look, it's not. A, it's definitely not an oolong situation. Not an oolong situation. At all. And but, not a, a general blue situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're yeah. not going general blue, but it does, it does kind of make you go, oh, this was of a time. Mm, mm, mm. Or as most of Dragon Ball is just like, oh yeah, it was of whatever age the Dragon Ball exists in. And <laughs> it's just its own little microcosm of a universe. Uh, where this one is like, oh, this bleeds into th- real life things. Right? And we should be more careful now. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but it, it's, it centers around the fight between Goku and Anonymous Fighter. Fight begins and Goku is being his goku self. He has no idea who this woman is. She knows a lot about him and is very upset that he can't remember her or the promise that he made to her, which was uh, fun. And uh, I love that while they're fighting, they're also arguing. And like everybody's like, I want, what are they talking about? What could they be talking about? Launch says, I'd give three bullets to find out what they're talking about. What? Uh-huh. Three bullets, Aaron. <laughs> no one's ever said that. Launch, how are you going to give those bullets? Uh, you know, rat, rat. <laughs> via gun. Via gun, hon. She means she'll kill three men. Yeah, she, she could, she'll she, she shoot three men between the eyes to, to know what's I'd going on. I'd kill my best friends just to know what's going on. <laughs> Bowman and Roshi just look at each other. And they, then they push Oolong next to her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, yeah, we don't know. We don't know. I mean, we're acquaintances, but uh, I don't know. <laughs> Best friend. I don't, man, I don't get anything fun like that. It's very, because I think there's a long bit of, we kind of just cut to everyone and they sort of put their two cents in as to what's going on. Nothing fun. Mm -hmm. It's just, who's that? Eh, Wonder what they're talking about. Who knows? A lot of, oh, she's really angry at Goku. I wonder why. Krillin is also constantly jealous of the fact that this woman is paying so much attention to Goku. It gets worse and worse and worse. It does. It really does. I, I, I'm like, Krillin, don't become a problem. No, don't. I mean, somebody does become a problem in the second half of this episode. <laughs> so, like, we... <laughs> I, I'm, just, I'm just... 
You know, I'm Ooh. I'm drip feeding the audience for what's about to come. I mean, this for until we get to the thing, into the reveal. Mm-hmm. You know, it is kind of them fighting, and it's pretty good fighting. It's very well animated. They're and, up in the sky. Yeah, fighting in the sky. Um, but until I, that, it's just kind of the same thing, and it's kind of all over the place. Mm-hmm. A lot of running and jumping and dodging. Tell me if Roshi says this. He goes, quote, she's quite... Sc- <clears throat> oh, sorry. Who the, who the F is that? All right. Here we go. <laughs> <clears throat> hey, she's quite skilled, and her style resembles my turtle hermit style. Hmm. That's not a clue, though. Ignore it. Yep, that's true. That that came through in mine. And I was like, this is that's a big hint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, ha- have you figured it out, listener? I know. <laughs> if you figured it out, uh, clap your hands. Come on, let me hear you. Clap mm-hmm. your hands, listeners. Yeah, this is a Tinkerbell situation. We can't continue until we hear those claps. Come on! Uh, Podcast power weakening. <laughs> I hear a lot of booze. Some hissing? Hissing? Ugh. Somebody throw a tomato at their phone? <laughs> Someone threw their phone down. That's... Uh. Uh-oh. All right, well... All right, fine, we won't do that. Fine, we, we won't do it. that bit. Moving on. We get it. Okay, fine. <laughs> so, finally, the anonymous fighter from fi- gets so mad and frustrated. Goes, all right, I'll tell you what you promised me. Because Goku wants to know. Mm-hmm. And she, quote, you promised that you would make me your bride. And then everyone freaks out. Yeah, I think they change it a little bit because she says, like, you promised me that I would be your bride. And then she says, like, with the uh, lines and everything, as it zooms out a little bit, she says, you promised to marry me. All right, so eh, roughly the same. Roughly the same. It is a good... Uh, it's a good moment because, yeah, everybody's faces are just jaw dropped. They're all aghast. And then same old Goku mm-hmm. has to look over at Krillin and like, bruh, <laughs> what, what bride me? Bruh, what she mean? Huh? Bride. Who Who bride? Is bride a fighter? <laughs> yeah. I'll kill him. I'll kill bride. Right. Yeah. And then so Goku asked Krillin, what, what is a bride? And Krillin says, roughly translated, it means your life is over. What? Cold-blooded. Damn, Krillin, bachelor life forever. Yeah, Krillin just wanted to be a bachelor forever, and he can't imagine life with his bachelor life without Goku by his side for some uh, reason. We're, spo- <laughs> we're supposed to get a studio <laughs> that we were going to share. We had bunk bed plans. We were going to do everything together. Now you had to go and ruin it. Ah, I already bought magic pajamas. Oh, I want to see that. They said swag on the tush. Oh, I want to see that. <laughs> Goku and Krillin in matching pajamas that uh, say swag on the butt. And we they wear, the, they wear that to the club. So they train oh, all yeah, day and they wear that to the club. Krillin in his felt top hat. Oh, yeah. Goku with several chains. <laughs> Oh, you forgot More to mention. Two. You forgot to mention Krillin's feather in his cap. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He walks around saying, "It's macaroni." <laughs> okay, I'm glad you left. <laughs> stop! Th- stop throwing your phones, listeners. I'm sorry. Uh, those tomatoes are still good. Come on. Yeah. So in mine, it's being Krillin says being a bride means that you're going to marry that person, and then Yamcha chimes in saying. 
Basically, it means your husband and wife and you live together. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I I like that right now they're making Yamcha look like a measured, like, calm. Now, yeah. Uh, responsible person that knows things. Because in mm-hmm. mind, he, he chimes in after Krillin. He's, he's like, oh, yeah. Um, bride is someone who's going to be married. And then, yeah, I think they do the, you're going to. You're gonna live together, and Krillin's like forever. <laughs> Krillin's becoming a problem for some reason. Wait a minute, is Krillin a child of divorce? <gasps> that's why one. That's why one. Why he's afraid of marriage. He's two, afraid of marriage. Yeah. He he also if someone's getting married, he wants to make sure that's in his brain. It's like no, that's a sacred bond that you never quit on. And it's definitely not my fault my parents split up. So you think Krillin's parents split up and sent him to live with the monks? Yeah. Oh, that's Why not? Uh, Krillin's parents are cold-blooded. Cold-blooded. They just couldn't handle it. They couldn't handle that little bald head. He's full of energy. He's full of vim and vigor. Mm -hmm. He's, they just got married too young, had him too young. Yeah. He ended up being too strong as a child because he was impressively strong as a child. He punched his way out of there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> out of his home is what I'm yeah, saying. His, out of, out his the crib. Door. The crib, and then the yeah. door just mm-hmm. punched and pushed. Yep. They said, we can't handle him, Maury. <laughs> Get him out. Send him to camp. To monk camp. <laughs> yeah, Maury. Krillin, your parents and I have decided that the best thing for you to do is to go to monk camp. What? No. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Uh, I'm punching uh, uh, on the bodyguards. Uh, 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 Who's next? It's, I it's got me, my fist up. Steve Wilkos. Uh, former uh, bodyguard I, and now owner of my own TV show, The Steve Wilkos Show. And you, sir, need to get off my stage. Uh, and I've thrown a chair in your direction. Uh, my uh, one, I haven't learned how to fight chairs yet. That's right. Uh, and you'll never learn how to fight chairs with that attitude. Now uh, get off my stage and into monk camp. I guess I do need monk camp. Bye, mom and dad. Goodbye, son. Goodbye, son. The divorce was your fault. It was. Your, it was your fault. Huh? No. And scene. That's Aaron. Have you ever watched the Steve Wilco show? I know about Steve. Look, uh, I know about Steve Wilco. I watched a lot of Springer. Yep. Jerry Springer's ex-bodyguard, got his own talk show, and routinely just throws chairs. <laughs> That's all. It, hey, man. If you've only got his hammer, every problem's a nail. Every, every problem is a stage that needs a chair thrown <laughs> across it. I, I got really into that show um, o- over one winter break because I had basketball, and we were required to be at school all winter break. And so we would just go to the cafeteria, and that would be the only thing on TV. And we all just got so hyped watching Steve Wilco's show alone with the staff. (laughs) (laughs) So (laughs) routinely, we just yell at each other from across the quad, get off my stage. Uh, That's... It's a very good and very college story. It's a very college story. And I, I just hope that there's someone else out there that has watched the Steve Wilco show and can appreciate that little bit we did. There's a weird time in your life. I think I don't know if it I don't know if it's relevant now. I don't know if the day's youth might run into this. But we're like daytime TV 
you just you end up watching a lot of it like during a summer break. Oh my god, yeah. I, I was just, uh. I that that can't be a problem for the youth of today because they have YouTube. And there's mm-hmm. new content all the time on YouTube. All the time. They're not stuck. They're not only stuck. only 13 channels. They're not stuck flipping between BBC America, <laughs> CNN, and ESPN all day, every day during the summer. Yeah, they're not wondering what to do with their life after the Price is, after the price is Right is over. You, you yeah. already had 10 of those, like, Otter Pops. It's true. What else are you going to do? What, el- what else is there off. to do? It's too, like, those are the days where it's too hot. You're eating Otter Pops inside. You can't go outside yeah. to eat because they turn into mush. I already made a pizza using white bread, tomato sauce, and cheddar cheese. I don't know what else to do. <laughs> we didn't have Seamless. Aaron, we're getting back <laughs> into old man territory. Uh, well, okay, we got to get out. We got to talk. Look. I got we... to swipe left on Tinder. <laughs> <laughs> I have to make several TikToks. <laughs> TikTok. I gotta okay. check these Snapchat stories. <laughs> I, I gotta complain about student loans. Uh, uh, speaking All about right. complaining. All right. Oh, Goku. Go, Goku is just like, ugh. I, he's like, okay, now that that's out of the way, I need to know your name if we're gonna be living together. Oh, my boy. You, you, did I skip you something? You either skipped over a bit or did not have it. Okay, you tell me what bit I may not have had. Goku, after finding out what a bride is and all that, goes, I promise to live together with someone like you? Oh, <laughs> yes. <Good> boy. I, <laughs> it's very <laughs> Goku. He's just like pointing and he's like kind of squatting down like, someone like you? Huh? Uh, but yeah, I mean, th- this whole fight is just like bits on bits on bits. But yeah, as you said, he, she's like, I'll tell you my identity if you beat me in a fight. And yeah. Goku gets real excited about beating Be- up a woman. <laughs> Goku gets almost too excited <laughs> oh, about yeah. beating up a, a woman. Super he da- jazzed about it. That he has history with, that he has yeah. simply forgotten about. <laughs> like, it's really Ooh. bad. Um, and I think in the time that Goku is like preparing to, for his attack, Oolong is sitting smugly on the wall saying, I know who it is. Bulma's like, how do you know who it is? And then uh, he's like, Roshi and Poir should know who she is, too. Well, Bulma met her, too. She and Bulma met her as well. Oolong, why don't you fucking tell us? He, Oolong, had, that's the only power card he can play these days. Yeah. I know something you don't know. Maybe if you get me a, you know, a parfait and a couple beers and maybe a couple girls, maybe I'll tell you. Oh, the fight's over. Fuck. <laughs> exactly. Because Goku says, okay, get ready for my attack. And he just winds up. Not an innuendo. Not an in- <laughs> Definitely not an innuendo. And then one punch at the air doesn't touch her, but sends her flying into the wall oh, and off hit- the stage. She hits that wall really hard. I don't like this. I did not like it at all. <laughs> like, no, what? There's a Goku. There's a gentler way he could have done this. There definitely was, but in Goku's defense, after that, he does he does say, "Oh, I'm sorry. That attack was only meant to um, knock you out of the ring, not to knock you out." Not in Japanese. Oh, hit me with it. Oh, they just didn't. He didn't apologize. <laughs> he didn't apologize at all. No, of course not. He's hardcore over there. Hardcore Goku's. You could only find in Japan. Mm-hmm. Um. 
Piccolo comment as he's looking down watching, he comments on how similar this is to a Manzuko technique. Ah. Wonder, how, wonder why that is. Wonder why that is, Piccolo. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, you're not the only one holding cards of secrets. Yeah. Oh, a lot of secrets get revealed today. Mm-hmm. I did I I like that line, but I in in my version it's it's a bit stranger because he says Goku's attack resembles that of my own family. It's like, what? Mm-hmm. You, you don't technically have a family? I didn't want to say it like that. Oh, how would... Mm. What was that? Uh, <coughs> sorry, uh, Junior. I was just... I'm floating down. Uh, I Crossing I, my arms. Please. I, all I was saying was... It's real hot in New York today, huh? Yeah, it's, it's sweltering. Sweltering. It's only... Mm. It's early. Uh, but I was saying that I, I heard what you said while you were standing on top of the the, the, the arena. And I was... Go on. I'm a little bit in the know. And I know that you are an only child, sort of, so to speak. And that you your parent no longer exists. So when you made a comment about your family, do you have a mom? What if my mom was a bunch of hay in a coffee can that I constructed and painted green? Oh, I didn't. Because a family could be, last I checked, a family could be anything, you're, Vincent. You're right. You're right. You're right, Junior. I got to back myself into a real corner. How, about, how about this? squirrel. Oh. Who's, hasn't moved in a while. I have him here in my pocket. Junior, that is a dead squirrel. That is a don't mind the flies. Junior. He loves God. He loves flies. <laughs> but that's brothers, right? <laughs> uh, no, no, because that's a dead squirrel you've been keeping in your pocket, and your mom that you described. How dare you insult my family? Please, I don't. Don't hit me. <laughs> I I, I am, won't reveal my full power yet, but you're on thin ice. Okay, I'll just I'll just shut up and say that you're leading all of us to believe that you have a have family that we don't know about and i just want to be clear about that if you're not careful i'll sick my sister on you okay i'll just ask who is your sister a sherman take i'm so that sorry I've i'm granted so, ai too i am so sorry and i guess that you're in the stem program because you can render ai up oh, there she is coming up the avenue <laughs> Okay, you know what? I'm just going to go back into the audience where I belong. Mm-mm. And All right. which way is the bathroom? Uh, I, I don't use the bathroom, so I don't know. Right. Anyway, bye. Bye. And see. I managed to get out of that situation without being killed. Obliterated, yeah. I could have been obliterated, Eric. His brother sounded tough, is all I'll say. <laughs> I can tell you from experience, he smelled tough. <laughs> Had a very, he had a strong scent, a strong aura. <laughs> he really does love flies. <laughs> but <laughs> but um, I, I like that the announcer went up to Roshi, goes like, hey, he's your student. What the hell just happened? And Roshi's like, he's not my student anymore. But it seems like Goku moved his hand so fast that he was able to punch the air <laughs> mm-hmm. and knock her out of the ring. I was like, that's crazy. Absolutely crazy. But I, I just love the announcer being genuinely cur- confused. 
Just like, um, I don't know what happened. <laughs> We're going to our expert commentary. I got to Roshi on the floor. Yeah. But then... Yeah, let's let's know, let's not bury the lead any right. further. Because she is a woman of her word, and not only is she a fantastic fighter, but we learn that it's Chi-Chi, everybody. Chi-Chi's back, and she's all grown up. And apparently yep. everybody likes to call her beautiful. When you could just say that she's a great fighter and also beautiful. But <laughs> she could be two things. She could be multiple things. Because after that, Goku is still a little confused. We have to have a flat. I'm he, curious if this is for the audience or this is Goku remembering. Yeah. I couldn't tell because they, they hit all the yeah. the beats of them being children. Mm-hmm. I was going to say wholesome yeah. flat. In my notes, I wrote wholesome flashback. I'm like, oh, wait, no. No, first flashback is what he <laughs> checks her to see if she's a boy or a girl. Um, and we just see that Chi-Chi has been swooning over this boy. And as she, he's getting in Roshi's car, I guess, she's like, hey, Goku, will you think of me? And then Goku says, well, sure, I guess. And Chi-Chi Gets no, all flustered. You're remembering correct incorrectly. I She's, am. You straight up, <laughs> yeah. I mean, memory's a funny thing, but <laughs> she straight up says, "Hey, come back and marry me, cause uh, you know, we did stuff." Wait, what? When he during that flashback? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When Goku was about to leave in the car that they borrowed from Ox King, mm-hmm. Chi Chi straight up says, "Will you come back and marry me?" Uh, maybe. I, I'm gonna. What is what is hat? Wait, wait a minute. <laughs> Hold on. That would count as research not... if I opened that. Because I don't think in the flashback that I got, she said explicitly, "Will you come back and marry me?" I know that happened, but that's the gag, right? That's the gag. Like, why wouldn't? Why would they not translate it that way? That is the entire gag. I that's don't... the entire gag they've been setting up for. That was what episode like seven, eight, if that. Yeah. For over 100 episodes? Yeah, for like 130 episodes. I don't know. Maybe they dropped the ball <laughs> like, come and, on, lost, like, and lost the line. <laughs> the longest con in anime history? And we fucked it up. <laughs> <laughs> they did, not me. No, not us. I mean, I did, kind of. But look, moving on. <laughs> that should have been what I heard, but I'm not sure if I did or didn't. I don't know. You point. blocked it out, maybe. I, I blocked it out, just like Goku blocked out remembering <laughs> somebody he promised to marry. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's not reasonable, but for Goku, I guess it is. Because after that flashback, he remembers. Mm-hmm. And then he said, but I always thought that a bride was some kind of food. Yep. Checks out. Mm-hmm. Typical Goku. But he does, he does follow it up with something very sweet. At All least right. in mind, he says, Okay. Sometimes my brain doesn't know what my mouth is saying, but my heart knows. And then he walks up to Chi-Chi and says, will you marry me? No. <laughs> what? Okay. How how so, different is this? But my heart, no. I know. You think, everyone, we all know better. Goku has negative romantic bones in his body. <laughs> it's true. It's, it's, it's very true. Check the x-ray. Check the <laughs> Check the MRI, son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You won't even see love cartilage in his body. <laughs> We've done the blood work. <laughs> He's negative for all romance. <laughs> but he but he is honorable. He's chock full of that stuff. 
Yeah. So he said, well, I did promise, so do you want to get married? And that's the only motivation. It's just because he did say it. Okay. Well, so they definitely made it uh, a a more romantic tale of reconnection Mm -hmm. here for the Western audience, which I totally understand. Westerners, we eat up romance like nobody's business. And that would explain kind of after that moment, Chi-Chi's like, oh, I'm so happy. And she's like clinging to Goku. And he's like visibly upset that she's touching her. I mean, touching him. He's like, why are you grabbing me? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let well, go. Don't, ha- don't hang on me like that. What, what, what is this nonsense? Yeah. What did I sign up for? Goku's very upset that she's touching him. Even as like they walk back to the, the, the backstage of the arena and he's like, will you let go? <laughs> like, I can't walk with you holding on to me like that. So the, uh, I mean, like you said, you, you said this, right? Chi-Chi goes, I love you. Mm-hmm. Goku asks, what that mean? <laughs> she says it means this and then gives him a little kiss on the cheek. Oh, yeah. But Goku has zero reaction to it. Zero reaction. You could have handed him, like, yeah. It, it doesn't matter what? who you are. He doesn't feel romantic. <laughs> I mean, and then in this bit, I do understand Krillin because he's just yelling out, no fair, no fair, no fair. Yeah. Just to the heavens. Because it, I mean, I get it. It would be frustrating to watch. Goku works extremely hard. That has been illustrated over these past 100 plus episodes, right? Yeah. He, ha- he has innate abilities, but he is extremely hardworking. But on the outside, it can seem like things are just handed to Goku a little bit. Uh-huh. So it would be frustrating to be like, Here's this girl that you don't really want. <laughs> Straight up like, yeah, let's get married, and now I'm dedicated to you forever. Yeah. But he doesn't understand anything that he's yeah, just yeah. agreed and he's to. Just, and he's, he's already saying, get the fuck off off me. Yeah. And Krillin's... Yeah. Oh, sorry, you, you were about to say. Oh, I was just going to say, he's pulling an early Ben Affleck. Ah! <laughs> just pushing women away in movies. Oh, boy. I bet you Ben Affleck is... Wishing for those days back. Oh, who's the guy that's replacing him in Batman now? Robert Pattinson. Is that who it is? Yeah. Never heard of him. <laughs> the I mean, most famous is the vampire. Yeah, from I, Twilight. I knew that. He's a good actor, boy. He's a good actor. We'll see. I don't. Do you have any hot other hot analysis on on the going ons of Goku and Chi Chi? You know what? Yes, yes. I don't think I have anything right now, but I'll definitely have something (laughs) after this commercial. Four score and seven years ago, I saw that Liberty Bell and like, wouldn't it be cool if it had a crack in it? Folks, fellas. Hey, 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 Aaron. Aaron, I know you're you're practicing. You mean Abraham Lincoln? (laughs) Sorry. Several winks. Sorry, Abraham? Abe Lincoln? The Abe Lincoln? Yes, young man. And did I hear you correctly say that you were talking about the Liberty Bell and that you wanted to design the crack in it? Mm-hmm. I spent months on that crack. Wow. It's modeled after my own. Uh, Not I mean, a lot of people know that. It's amazing. I didn't know that. But I also bet a lot of people didn't know that uh, starting July tw- July 19th, 
the We the People Festival in Philadelphia is a big improv festival that I'm going to be a part of. Can you imagine? What? I know, right? Abe, you're a tall guy, and I'm a tall mm-hmm. guy, so we have that connection. But now we have the Philadelphia yeah. connection. Mm-hmm. Because real I'm, recognize real. Real recognize real, and real got to recognize that my improv team that I am a part of, the Code Switch, is going to be performing live at We the People Festival Saturday, July 20th at 7 p.m. You can get tickets right now if you go to wethepeoplefestival.com. Uh, and it's got all the dates, deets, and links. We're going to possibly be on the same stage as the legendary podcaster and comedian, Paul F. Tompkins. Ooh. Paul F. Tompkins, I, I love him. I listen to, I travel to the future just to listen to his podcast. Wow. I can't bring it back because of... Uh, there's like weird paradoxes and stuff. I don't want to get into it, but I, Abe, you never cease to amaze me. You, you know, were a part of the impetus of freeing the slaves, and now you're freeing time of its constraints by traveling through it to listen to Paul F. Tompkins. Did you meet one of his ancestors all the way back then? Pauline Federina Tompkins. She, man, she killed a lot of Brits. <laughs> What? I mean, kind of yeah, a little before, uh, you, like during the Revolutionary War. Ooh, she murdered a lot of British people, but that, for America, so it's cool. That's amazing. Just as amazing as the improv that you'll see at We the People Festival starting July 19th in Philadelphia. Check it out. We the People Feast. We the People Festival, July 20th. Code Switch. Vince is going to be there. I'd go, but you know how I feel about theaters. No, I, I totally understand. <laughs> I I didn't mean to just uh, trying to avoid all that. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know. Well, I mean, I could comp you a ticket. You could sit in the mezzanine. Actually, uh, <laughs> actually, that sounds pretty good. Right, mezzanine's where it's <laughs> at. All right, I'll one time I'll break my no theater rule. What's yes. the worst that could happen? I don't know, but I know it's. Gonna I mean, be laughter. Fun. I guess. Yeah, the worst thing that could happen is laughter. <laughs> all right. Abe out. Peace. All right. Hat drop. Bye, Abe. I'm going to take his hat. <laughs> no, a paradox. <laughs> Brackets are updated. Goku is complaining about Chichiana's arm. <laughs> she starts immediately planning their future. Yeah. If, if I can hit you with a few quotes and we can compare and contrast. Yeah, hit me with them quotes. Uh, well, there's two of them. So, nope, there's three, actually. Two are crazy, one, well, one's crazy, (laughs) one's medium, the other is like, oh, well, that's actually, is good advice and makes sense. There you go. All right, the three bears effect. So, let's raise a cute, strong, ideal child. Mm Mm-hmm. Which, yeah, maybe... (laughs) Depends on your definition of cute, I guess. Yeah. If you're if you're a Videl. <laughs> if you're Videl. Yeah, that's all three of those are checked. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Do you uh, want me to I'll, give my kids? Yeah, version? yeah, 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 yeah. She wants to have eight or nine kids. No. Right? You don't. No. I was like, that's really weird. <laughs> she's just like right out of the gate. She's like, I want to have a big, beautiful family, eight or nine kids. Out the gate. Each one more monstrous than the last. Each one more like Goten than the last. But like he, all right, that's, 
Chi-Chi, come on. You got to see that he's an idiot. So <laughs> freaked out by all of this. You got to. I know you're excited, but I don't know. Be cool for a little bit. Pump the brakes. But at the same time, that's important to know. Th- these are important things to discuss before things get too far. Right, right, right. right. They're not officially married. Let's. These are big. <laughs> these can be deal breakers within marriages. So I get that. So what, what are the other things? All right, I'll do, the cra- I'll do the craziest one last. Okay. Uh, as she's talking about this, Goku, or Goku's like, oh, man, this sounds tough. Then Chi-Chi counteracts with, having a happy marriage is tough. I'm like, damn, yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's ups and downs. No, that, that's a lot that, of work. Chi-Chi, Chi-Chi knows what it takes to be married. And I'm I, glad that she's spitting. Venom. Yeah, she's spitting through her, through her glands. She's spitting hot fire at Goku uh, in the form of useful information. Well, she saw the dis. She saw her. She saw the Ox King's marriage dissolve. She's like, uh-uh, none of that. That's true. That's true. She's got- look. God, our experiences a- make us stronger. Man, there's a lot of non-traditional homes in Dragon Ball. Mm-hmm. Which we, which no one points out like they should. But all these people, they're they're great people. Eh, mostly, yeah. Mostly. All, all the boss squad. They're at most points in time. They're yeah. good people. They're good people. Yeah. Not a Roshi or Nulong, but <laughs> But did she did she give any wisdom in yours? Or they uh, just play up the yucks. No, they played up the yucks and they played up her being like overly excited about getting married. She's she's going on about how she's so excited to get married and uh, her dad, the Ox King, is building them a, a beautiful home already. And, uh, yeah, she wants to have eight kids, and the wedding's going to be amazing and, and gorgeous and all that kind of stuff. So there, there's no, like, life lessons, and Goku doesn't really chime in much. So here's the craziest thing she says, and it's referencing to what you said about the Ox King and homes. Here, mm. So here's what they changed. Quote, she's always dreamed of having a house made of dry cow dung what and I'm the just... literal <laughs> fuck she she is an ox princess she lives in a castle yeah. why would she want this why would she ever want that that made no that makes absolutely that is upsetting that they are making chi chi want to live in a dry dung home all for a gag all for a bit for shade not even a great gag no because the, the the premise doesn't hold it up. No, it she doesn't. Rich. She she rich as hell. <laughs> unless unless not, not to steal from my brother, my brother and me with their <laughs> with their transitions. But uh, I mean, it could be a Jasmine situation. Mm. I want to see how the common folk live. Ah, in their poop homes. <laughs> I, I assume all their houses are made of poop. <laughs> so she she's just. The 1% of the 1% who's yeah, so elite, she assumes normal life with a normal man means living in a, li- a shit home. Yeah. How much is a gallon of milk? Like 20 bucks? I mean, that's re- that's extremely reasonable. What's the big deal, folks? <laughs> the, the thing is, Goku is not a normal person in that he doesn't know what a gallon of milk is. He, is. <laughs> he, I, he recognizes one of those words. Yeah. Just because he had to, he had to carry all of it. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And he's probably like, oh, if I want milk, I'll just go find a cow and ask for some milk. And the cow will yeah. give me milk because I'm Goku. And animals love me for all the for reasons. And then I'll eat them later. Yeah. And <laughs> they'll be for the happy milk. for it. Chomp, chomp, chomp. <laughs> every, uh, animal lo- like, every animal has a happy face when I eat it. Uh, but to break up this uh, premarital discussion, the rest of the ball squad shows up backstage. Krillin is blushing. And Chi Chi's like, oh, you must be Goku's friends. It's so nice to meet you. And then she calls out Yamcha. Oh, okay, tell me. So she's like, she's like, and Yamcha, I know that you know you are in love with me, but now I'm Goku's wife. So I don't I you can't love me anymore. <laughs> and Yamcha is just like, oh, uh, oh, wait, Bulma, hold on. <laughs> And then we get that flashback of Yabja being like, my dear, I love you. Like very tuxedo masky, like, oh, I love you so much. <laughs> She's like, do you really love me? And he's like, look at my face. face. <laughs> yeah, all, that's uh, pretty much how it all goes down. I do like the additional line of like, so you can't love me anymore. Yeah, like she says something along the lines. She's like, now I'm Goku's wife, so you're like, you can't love me. <laughs> So your feelings are invalid. Sorry. Yeah, your feelings are invalid, and I denounce them in front of everyone. <laughs> Bulma, of course, is extremely mad about this. But I wanted to ask you, what do you think she's more mad about? Do you think she's more mad that Yamcha, her current, Aaron quotes, boyfriend, had a, like, maybe love affair with a child mm. <laughs> or pronounced his love for a child when she was really young, as Yamcha said. Let's let's, pre- let's present all the facts. Yeah. Because Yamcha, seeing the anger in Bulma's face, seeing the figurative fire behind her, goes, uh, let's see, what is it? He's like, yeah, sorry, I was lying because I was trying to get the dragon balls, which Bulma's mad about because he's a liar. And then he's like, who would have thought that this little kid would have grown up to be such a cute girl and then says, oops, I said too much. Yeah. So there's no Dragon Ball mentioned in, in his little, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It. But yeah, that's why he did it. But it doesn't come up. He does do the thing. He's like, oh, when she was so little, it's not what you think. When she was so little and I didn't know she was going to grow up to be so beautiful. Oh, I said too much. Ah, oh, beans. It's true, though. She's beautiful. She, she is. Bulma, she's beautiful, and she's, you got to deal with that. She is objectively beautiful, Bulma. Come on, classically. Mm-hmm. 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 So, so the so the roll back. Yeah, I think she, she might also be mad that now Goku is off the menu for her after she came in so hot and thirsty. <laughs> there, it could be Bulma's mad that Goku's getting married before her, mm-hmm. and also not to her. Yeah. But you wouldn't think Bulma's worried about any of that. She, she's like, I don't know, I'm busy being rich. Yeah, busy being rich and coming to see my my friends fight. Yeah. Look at all these sweaty, hunky dudes. I don't want to settle down yet. Yeah, uh, Tien still has his shirt off. Yeah. <laughs> Which is important I, to note that in this moment, Tien has not found it or he's not been given a replacement shirt. Eh, he's good. He's fine. It's like, this, this is more natural for me, honestly. And, and he is fine. I was just trying to get into that restaurant. <laughs> but now that I, I don't need, yeah. So Chi Chi, you know, after... Oh, uh, oh, I'm not done, I'm not done. Oh, no, no, no. I think 
again, it's the weird young person scared of love, but also desperately wanting it thing. The push pull that Bulma does to Yamcha. I think that's just that's the main mad thing. Like, how yeah. dare you like another girl? Also, get away from me. Mm-hmm. Love mm-hmm. me, but please leave. Love me from a distance. Yeah, I want to be worshipped, not mm-hmm. loved. Present your offerings, then go. <laughs> what do you have to offer, Capsule Corp? <laughs> uh, well, I'm a, I'm pretty good at karate, I think, and I don't know. I've been taking some baseball classes. Maybe that might be a future career. Hmm. Said you're pretty good at karate, and I don't even like baseball. I mean, pr- I mean, if you look at my standings within the entirety of the world, I'm definitely top. I was going to say five, but let's. I don't want to puff myself up too much. I'll say top ten. If you look at it that way, but amongst people you know personally, uh, maybe the. I mean, stronger than a Puaru Oolong, that's for sure. You think you're stronger than me? Um, karate wise, right? I've never Hi-ya! seen you. Train- ah, you mispicked me, and I flew across the carpet. Plop. That'll show. Oh no, there's a whole, uh, now I'm just laying on the ground and there's a big crater. And that'll teach you to underestimate me, Balma of Capsule Corp. Uh, you just threw a bunch of zenny at me. <laughs> Clean yourself up. <laughs> you did. <laughs> yeah, okay, I'll, I'll be quiet then. And, and see. Yamcha willed himself to die at Bulma's request. <laughs> That's what actually happened. Yamcha's actually a very good boyfriend in that way. Mm-hmm. Anything for you, honey. You say die, he says how high. <laughs> how high do you want my screams <laughs> to go? To what be? pitch? What pitch of my death rattling screams? Mm-hmm. Uh, but I got range on that. <laughs> uh, Chi Chi is so excited that she runs off to start getting everything ready for the wedding. Nope. Oh my gosh! What? What could? What? What could be different? <laughs> And again, the the uh, sort of the the final nail in the of a time coffin is the well. I'm off to buy pots and pans so I can make you a yummy food in celebration of our upcoming wedding. Oh, jeez! Bye. Also, quote this short. This is what Chichi says about herself. This short-tempered and quiet girl is now the world's happiest wife. She does say that she's the happiest wife as she runs away, but mm-hmm. I like now. Now you would never, or you you would only see this as like an uber parody of what like traditional weddings and marriages were yeah. like, especially is, in the West. Like in other cultures, there's the practices are different and weddings are done differently and things like that. But especially here in the states. Like you, you can't you can't do that now in media. This is like a 1950s instructional that they would show in health class. How to be a wife. Yeah. Step it's- one. Straighten up, honey. Oh, <laughs> Maybe gosh. push him out some. <laughs> Eric, can you turn off that recording? <laughs> Please turn off that cassette. I'm sorry, it's it's film strip. I can't, it's gotta run its course. Oh god, oh god. I'll just I'll cover the mic a little bit. And by push him out. I meant biscuits and other home-cooked meals. Oh, phew. I thought he meant something else. It's still the 50s. Don't worry. We won't talk about that stuff until the 60s. 
Audible wink. That was foreboding. This uh, this announcer on this instructional video is very prescient. Yeah. It's weirdly prescient. This about things. He's got a he's got a third sight of some yeah. kind. Well, let's let's ignore him. Yeah. I don't, I don't like the cut of his jib. I think he underst- he could understand that slam. Yeah, I feel like he's somehow aware of us <laughs> in a weird metaphysical way, but we, we, we'll ignore him. We'll ignore him because, ooh, one of the spiciest matchups ooh. is here, Aaron. Match number three, Piccolo. Oh, Jesus. Let me take that again. Match number three, Krillin. Versus Ma Jr. I finally realized that he's not going by Piccolo. Because he, one, you know, I think he's trying to live out of his father's shadow. He's trying to get out of his father's shadow to, uh, while yeah. still honoring him. Mm-hmm. Two, if he said Piccolo, he wouldn't, He, I guarantee he wouldn't be able to fight in the tournament. But it's like, wait, that Piccolo, get out of here. But even if I didn't know that this guy was Piccolo... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He looks exactly like Piccolo, the man whose face was on every TV screen around the world multiple times. Piccolo, green, pink biceps, mm-hmm. long, sharp fingernails, mm-hmm. purple gi. It's all there. No, yeah, it's. They should be able to put the pictures, the pictures of the puzzle together. But look, it's fine. It's conceit. Let them let them have their secrets, or they uh, know and they're just too scared. Yeah, at least that's Goku. Goku knows. Yeah, and he warns Krillin before their match. He says, "Krillin, this guy's a real tough opponent." And Krillin walks out, and I don't know if he has anything to say as he walks out in yours, but he's like, "I'll be fine." He's like, "I'm not even, I'm not even in the mood to fight anymore." So that whole thing what? with Goku and Chi Chi like took his fighting spirit away. No, not at all. <laughs> right? I, I he, assume that wasn't in yours. All he said, because uh, I think what they were trying to do was justify his downer face, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I guess maybe to keep it a little more gaggy, they would give that line. But I don't have his exact line. But he's just like, oh, I f- essentially, he feels weird about this. There's a lo- it's right. a little, this fight is very ominous for him, and he can't quite put his finger on it. Because, again, I assume that... Tambourine was the young demon's name, correct? Yep, yep, you're right. Mm-hmm. Uh, that tambourine just shot him in the back. You know, he probably didn't... He, Krillin probably doesn't remember exactly who killed him. Right. So there's a, he, you know, his 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 Krillin sense is tingling. Like, his, watch out, bud. His his once dead sense is tingling. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but yeah, no. Once uh, dead, twice shy. <laughs> But I, I totally understand that. I don't, again, this is a serious fight, and to start it off like that, I, I literally like paused it. I was like, "Why did they do that?" But I guess, like you said, to justify his face. Um, but yeah, they they don't. There's no like long build up to the start of this match. They get out there and they start. And boy, oh boy, do they start! Mm-hmm. Krillin pulls no punches. And starts with, uh, did they name the technique in yours? I forgot what this was called. I but also it's a forgot classic what it's Krillin technique. Mm-hmm. He he, cha- he <laughs> takes a stance. He charges up both fists. And quarter circle X. Quarter circle X. Yes, this is, fire, this is Krillin's fireball. Uh, this is level two fireball. 
and he fires two energy beams out of his hands. They're headed right for Ma Jr. He flies away, and the crowd thinks that they're going to get hit with an energy attack, and Krillin changes the trajectory, coming at Ma from the back. Ma dodges, well, he deflects them with his eye laser beams, and then Krillin gets one good hit in in midair. I thought that was mm-hmm. great. Oh, yeah, it's we're seeing some moves that, you know, if you're a fan of Z, you know and love, mm-hmm. and you're seeing the origins of it. But I'm I'm kind of surprised Krillin got a pop in. Yeah, I I anticipated this fight being more of um, Krillin attacking and attacking and attacking, yeah. and Ma just dodging and dodging and dodging and dodging. No, I'm I'm I was a little afraid that they were going to make this short because, again, we all know what's going to happen. We all we, know the outcome of this fight. Yeah, but Krillin is showing all his moves, and I love it because. There's another attack sequence where uh, Junior is constantly off guard by Krillin's speed and tenacity. He says at one point, he never gives up. Um, But he does give Krillin one big kick in midair, sending him out of the ring. But Krillin... Well, that's what everyone thinks. That's what everybody thinks is going to happen. They they telegraph it a bit too much because they cut to everyone going like, oh, no, he's going to ring out. Yes, that's right. Once he's out of the ring, the match will be over and he would have lost. (laughs) Krillin, don't ring out. And Krillin doesn't ring out because he learned. But how? Vince, that's impossible. How do you you stop yourself in midair? Well, Aaron, if you Mm -hmm. know the hovering space technique, Hmm? you you don't have to touch the ground ever if you don't want to, I'm assuming. They called it the hovering space technique? Roshi calls it the hovering space technique, and he's surprised that Krillin was able to learn it. Can't they just call it flying like they did in mine? I don't I don't know why they couldn't. So it, it's just called flying? They're just like, oh, Krillin learned how to fly? Yeah, the flying technique. Mm. And, all right, tell me, do you know what Tien said when he saw this? When Tien saw him, he, he says, like, oh, nice work, Krillin. Something like that. So, in mind, Tien says, oh, wow, Krillin learned that technique on his own. And I am so mad at Tien. Why don't you just teach him? Could have saved him a lot of time. Well, you know, Tien's, I guess, still a bit of a prick. <laughs> no, I'm not teaching you my techniques. Get, get, up, uh, get off off me, kid. Oh, well, maybe he does. Now I'm remembering when they fought that volcano and Krillin fell and Chiaotzu saved him. Tien said, at least in mine, he said, you guys need to work on your flying technique. But that's not teaching him. Well, maybe he taught him and then they're just like, I don't know. He explicitly said he learned it on his own. (laughs) Look, we got two different versions, man. I don't want to fight. Who's cuz I know we we got to save that for the ring mm-hmm. for the for the professionals the for professional the cartoons. Yes. Um but yeah, I, Roshi named the technique and uh yeah. I, it was it was a good quick little intro to this fight. And it seems like Krillin's going to have a lot of tricks up his sleeve and I can't wait to see what they are. Yeah, we cuz we don't know the full extent of Piccolo Jr. We don't know the full extent of Krillin and all he's learned. Are we are we going to get a solar flare? Are we going to get a destructo disc in here? Mm-hmm. I don't know. How many Kamehameha ways is he going to use? Ooh, yeah. Is he uh, just going to get distracted by Chi-Chi when she comes in with a plate of hot rice? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But I do. I did want to highlight uh, Ma Junior gives Krillin a bit of a speech after he comes back into the ring. I must admit, you surprised me. Your moves and techniques are adequate for such a limited mind. <laughs> I congratulate you. Forgive my bias. I see now I can afford to show you a little. And Krillin says, a little what? And he says, my real power, unrestrained. Uh, this. Cue the waka chicka <laughs> I, I also, it was very similar to that. He didn't, he, he was actually a little more respectful to Krillin. It wasn't a, he didn't give backhanded compliments. He's like, okay, yeah, you're tough. You're right. Mm. As an apology, here's my full power, baby. Oh, okay. Yeah. Junior is very derogatory towards Krillin. Even in the beginning in mine, he calls him a loser. And he calls him little man, which you should oh. never call. Never call a short person little man. They oh, know. They know. And it's so rude. And they had, they, there's issues there. Yeah. They're working through them. Yeah, exactly. They can't control this. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Just like I can't control my extreme height. <laughs> yeah, big boy. Hey. Yeah, Talio. Now I know how they feel. Oh. That's okay. I'm sorry. I like being I like being tall. I like being a freak. I like having to duck <laughs> in and out of subway cars. It's great. Just fine. Japan's just going to be a nightmare country for you. It's whatever. I I am so ready for it. I've mentally prepared for how small everything in Japan is going to be, and I am so excited to potentially go there. We'll have to take. We'll have to with the when. Look, it's going to happen. Yeah, but. When that happens, we'll have to take a poll with the audience. We'll have to do a, a betting pool with the audience. Mm-hmm. With one, how many times you hit your head on like a doorway. <laughs> Two, how many times someone asks to get a picture of you. Yes. Because it's, sorry guys, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. I know it's going to happen. I I think when I go, I may not, I may intentionally not wear any NBA gear for fear that they will assume I'm a famous NBA player. Because, <laughs> I don't know, I, I probably look like somebody with a hat on. They do, they're just all yelling at LeBron. <laughs> LeBron James. Mm-hmm. LeBron yes, James. That exact one. <laughs> speaking, ooh, speaking of basketball, we got some sports-related email. Ooh, so, I like it. Powerless, powerful listener Jeff. Uh, he he's admonishing us a little bit. The email subject is called errors and corrections. So great. That yeah. Oh boy. Oh boy. And, I mean, it's also somehow we notarized an email. How did he do that? I don't know, but it's pretty official. But he writes, Aaron and Vince, parentheses in that order. I feel like some sort of apology or admission of guilt is in order. Exhibit A, and then it's a YouTube link. Good evening, Jeff. Now, for the sake of time, I I, I pre-listened. Oh, okay. This is not research. It's not research. Pre-listening is not research. I didn't have a specific question that I was trying to find the answer to. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, all right, I'm going in blind. Let's see what happens. And apparently... In Kami House Party, episode 96, at around the 26-minute mark, uh, we do a slam on the Raptors. Oh. 
And, you know, you want an apology or an admission of guilt? Oh, damn. Mm, now what? look. Because we couldn't predict the future? No, no, no. Jeff is right. We we need to issue an apology. Okay. To well, Toronto, post- to the Raptors, to Kawhi Leonard, Marcus Gasol, the whole crew up there. Drake, you're getting this too. I know you listen, Drake. You just got to start putting us in your albums. Put us in one song. Um, if Steve Bloom can get on a Logic album, can't we? Steve Bloom is on two Logic albums. Yeah, can't we get a... Clearly, we're the Drake equivalent. Yeah. Can't we get on there? We're, we're Drake Steve Bloom? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're... That's a... If that's an SAT question, that is the correct answer. That is the correct answer. Steve Bloom is a logic as blank is to Drake. And the answer is Kami House, <laughs> House Party. The other, the other options are Mark Marin. <laughs> wrong. Very wrong. Very wrong. And the Doughboys. Also mm. terribly wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. see Drake's body, he ain't eat no Doughboys food. <laughs> yeah. He's gonna he's gonna I mean he might talk about Tim Hortons, but <laughs> But who doesn't talk about Tim Hortons? Yeah, we yeah. talk about Tim Hortons. We haven't even been there. Mm-hmm. Look, we I'm interrupting the apology. We're one. That was the first basketball team that I thought that was not great. That came to my brain. Improv, you just sort of go with the flow. Mm-hmm. And I realize that it's hurtful now to the city of Toronto, the province of Ontario, and the country of Canada. I mm-hmm. believe all those are right. Yes. I would make sure it is, but that's research. Sorry. Yes. Uh, we, we have a sincere apology and congratulations to Kawhi Leonard for uh, NBA Finals MP, MVP and to the city and the, the Toronto Raptors for winning the NBA Finals. Great. And now, and now that that's settled. And now uh, that that's settled, I can say, Kawhi going to the Lakers and y'all are <laughs> S-O-L. They just... They just got $32 million in cap space. Who do you think they're bringing on to play with AD and LeBron? They gave away Mo Wagner. Mo effing Wagner. Jesus. I assume all of this is a big deal. This is a huge deal. <laughs> Through context clues. Through context clues, you you picked it up right. That I am, I am so excited about NBA season of 2020, 2019, 2020. It's going to be great. It's going to be fantastic. Don't sleep on those Atlanta Hawks, folks. They made a good trade for a great Virginia player. And, oh, are they coming? They're coming for everybody's lunch. Also, Tobias Harris to the Clippers. Let him go there. Before we lose our entire audience (laughs) to the (laughs) To, To sports. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, also, CEO Josh, our boss and head of Disney, uh, wrote to us. He's got a uh, lot of free time to write to us. You know, he's... Oh, you hey, think he's being dictating? Good, being, yeah, being a good boss is delegation. Mm-hmm. So he writes, Hey, guys, CEO here. I had a few men... See, he's so busy, can't write out can't, minutes. Can't even write out minutes. He's I so had a busy. few men... I had a few men, so I went ahead and looked into it. There are two different episodes called Preliminary Peril in the English dub. The first is episode 85 in the tournament against Hien, and then 134 in the current tournament against Piccolo Jr. 
It's weird to say the least that they paid that little of attention when dubbing, but they may have done it on purpose because of the similarities to both episodes. You would think at least they would have named it PP2 or something. Ooh, I like that. That's why you're the CEO. I do like PP2. Oh, you got those names, those hot marketable names. Good God. Anyways, guys, keep up the good podcasting and keep fighting. Your Lord and Chief, CEO Josh, he got a promotion. He got a promotion to Lord? Lord and Chief? Lord and Chief? Oh, that, it's like a hat on a hat, but hey, I'm not going to fight that. Hat on a hat. Can't can't beat that. Look, I mean, I got a dusty old but, can, cannon, not in a cannon button here, but... And so episode 134, I don't think it's preliminary peril anymore. I think it's PP2. Ooh. And that, dear listener, is cannon... Not Nick Cannon. It's true. Someone changed the wiki. Change the wiki. Oh, change please, the someone, wiki. someone change the wiki. Please, I don't know how I'm old. Someone change the wiki. We don't know how to do it. We're old. <laughs> I cut a feature film and I can't get my name on the IMDb. <laughs> it. it just won't happen. <laughs> It's uh. denying me. <laughs> Access denied. Right. But but I did it. But I not, didn't think. Not cool enough. Not Aww. cool enough. You must be this young you, to edit IMDb. <laughs> you must be 27 and living in LA to edit IMDb. I mean, that makes the most sense. But yeah, PP2. PP2. Catch it. Canon. Gotta, uh. gotta be PP2. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you want us to read your emails, all you got to do is send them into KameHousePartyPod at gmail.com, and we will read them. If you send us an MP3, we won't listen to it and play it on air. We won't or will? Wait. What? Hold on. No, we don't listen to things before they go on oh, air. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah. But we will play them. But we will play them. And like all the and all this look, all the stuff you guys send on Instagram or Facebook and Twitter, we 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 see you. We see you and we love you for it. Mm-hmm. It keeps us going. Thank you so much. It mm-hmm. is always a delight. All the love on Instagram, DBZ Club, I believe. They they showed us some love on uh some stories Ooh. and some posts. Um, we've got some new friends on there on Instagram and Twitter that are just you guys are just fantastic. So keep up the good work. Yeah. We love it. Your boy, Corey, a different Aaron, mm-hmm. all you folks. All Mwah. y'all. Mwah. Kisses. <laughs> Consensual kisses. Consensual kisses. <laughs> I am getting the hats. <laughs> and yeah, if, if you want more people to listen to this like we do, all you got to do is share it with them. You, you know, we also like it when you leave fun and cool five-star ratings on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. Um, but, you know, word of mouth really is how podcasts spread, and we love it when we hear stories of yeah. friends telling friends about this podcast, and they get really into it, or at least take a listen and enjoy it, um, because the bigger the community, the more fun we can have, and uh, and all that jazz. So Yeah, that's what we actually meant by consensual kisses, consensual word of mouth kisses. marketing. <laughs> yes, yes, the, that's what we call consensual kisses, mm-hmm. it's word of mouth marketing, because it's, it's cheap. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it's and everyone feels good. Yeah, everybody feels good. Check out KameHouseParty.com. That's a great place to send folks is KameHouseParty.com where they can find all of our posts and links to our, our YouTube, Instagram, all that stuff. Um, 
keep an eye out for upcoming events and things like that on there. And, you know, when you're when you're out in the world and I don't know, you come up against an opponent who knows you and wants to marry you. And you're like, I don't know who you are, lady or gentleman. (laughs) I don't know why you're here, lady or gentleman. But you know what you got to do? You got to keep fighting. Consensual That's a guitar. I, oh, we all knew. Okay, good. Right. Party. 